fencing client. Yeah. She is on the um, on the like the world's travel team or like the United States like travel team. For you fencing. told me. Yeah. No, no, no. For like for you for USA. I didn't. I didn't know that. I feel like you told us that. I feel like because then. I, oh no! I made the assumption. I said she's a world world champion, and you're like, well, she's continental. Yeah. So yeah. so she's like thirteenth uh, in the nation. Yeah. And I guess top twenty are considered like world or like world team mm-hmm. or tr- like world team, and then top four are for the um, like. Olympics? No, not the Olympics. I forget the. uh, I'm forgetting the name that she was saying, but whatever it is, is like the top four are the ones that will like travel to like the uh, international, like the world international competitions, right? um, And like compete for the country, whereas she will go to like some of the more minor international competitions Mm -hmm. and like compete for the country. And that's wild. I didn't know that. That's still pretty cool. (laughs) Competing for your country, regardless, is is always an awesome feat. Yeah, yeah. So I, when we were talking, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, I don't think I fully conceptualized. Yeah. Like, I don't think I knew how like how good you are. I did not grasp this. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of surprised. So, like I said the first time, you do have a world athlete, world caliber athlete, world athlete. Athor- yeah. <laughs> See, I was right the first time. You were. Well, I mean, technically, yes. Kudos like world, to me. world athlete, because you know she has competed internationally. Yeah. And she's top ranked. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, that was it. That was a cool. And I was like, oh, oh look shit. at you. That's pheno- phenomenal. Gosh, dang it, Ryan. You are coming up in the world. I guess. And I learned that Demon Slayer is having a season two. And I'm super excited about that. I still that. have to finish Demon Slayer one. No, Demon Slayer or Demon Hunter? What's the difference? Is there a difference? Demon Slayer is the anime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with the girl who gets bit and then sister. Yeah. So I think I've like, watched like four episodes of that. And I, I I really enjoyed it. I just never sat down to continue it. Um, and then there was a movie, right? Yeah. There was a, there was a, there was a limited release movie, which yeah. I'm upset that I didn't go to. Mm-hmm. Because I I haven't looked all that hard, but I haven't been able to find it. Yeah. Um, and then there... But that was like the, the intermediate between season one and season two. That's what people were telling me. Because... It takes place after it. It literally follows exactly after um, something that happens in season one at yeah. the end, um, and it just continues over. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, it's kind of super weird. But it came out last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because when we went to go see Mortal Kombat, it was in theaters at yeah, that point. That's right. That's right. Because Marissa, Marissa told me about it. She was like, "Is there like a a Demon Slayer show?" And I was like, "Yeah." I'm like, yeah, there is a like a show that I was it's watching. Like, how'd you know, nerd? Yeah. I'm like, what do you know, you weeb? <laughs> and and she's like, apparently there's like a limited release in theaters. I was like, shit. Damn. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. Check. And I still didn't go. <laughs> um I um I have a confession to make. Yeah, um, you still haven't finished Dragon Ball Super? No, I finished that finally. Well, I finished the tournament of power, and that's where it ended. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then you you're done. So I'm done. Yeah, so I did finish it. No, um, Giorgio gave me um, all of season four or five of Attack three, four. I don't know what the latest season on Attack on Titan. Uh, well, there's season four part two that's okay, going to so, be coming out. I think so. Then season four part one he gave to me. I still haven't watched it. I think it's on like Hulu or it's, it's something. Not, it's not. not it, yet. It's yeah, it's somewhere because that's where I watched it. Oh well, I have it on a flash drive, 
and okay, still haven't watched it, and I feel terrible. Why? Because it's been sitting on my keychain for about a year now. Oh, just watch it. It's it's very. They're like twenty minute episodes. I know they are. I trust me. I binged like the first three seasons in like a matter of two weeks. Man, scrub. Yeah, get I know. better. I know. It took I that know. long. Terrible. Terrible. That's the worst part about some of those, some of the episodes, or some of like the shows, especially if they've been out for a little bit, and yeah. you're like, oh man, it's only 22 minutes. Yeah. And like, and you skip all the intro and yep. like the credits, so it's really maybe like 20 minutes. You're mm-hmm. like, man, I could watch three episodes and some change in an hour. I'm like, yeah. damn it. <laughs> I remember I sat on the couch for probably six hours and was just like, oh wow, I finished the whole season and a half. <laughs> just like, just power watching. Okay. I should get up and do something. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. God, it's so good. Um, there was another day David went to work early and he came home after his shift and I was still watching Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super is good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, li- I like it because it kind of gets rid of most of like the, the, not the tropes, but the kind of in excess like episodes where it's like, here's 45 minutes total of them powering up or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of kind of gets rid of that, which is super nice. I was very happy not to see them charging up for <laughs> all two episodes. So. Look, we got a spirit bomb that we need to power up for four episodes as everyone's just kind of standing around. And it's like, even in Super, they make a joke about that towards like towards the end at like the, the final tournament um, where, I forget who it was. Somebody was like made a comment. They're like, why aren't you like, oh no, it was... Uh, who was it? I think it was Frieza or something like immediately went and like attack somebody and Goku's like, what are you doing? And he's like, the guy's trying to power up. Like, yeah. I'm going to stop him before he does that. He's like, no, you got to <laughs> let him. So that way we can you know, face each other at full power. <laughs> yeah. No, I he's definitely, like, you idiots. <laughs> yeah. I definitely laughed at that. Um, there was another one. Like they had so many good, like one line punches, uh, you know, when they were comparing to like GT and Z, it was just like, uh, Oh, like when uh, the Frieza line where he's doing the spirit bomb and Frieza goes, I've seen this before. I'm going to let it play out, even though it was terrible for me last time this happened. <laughs> I just started dying. I was like, that's hilarious. I love these callbacks. <laughs> I loved it. I. It didn't end how I thought it was going to end. What did you expect to happen? I expected Goku, right, to, to come out on top just yeah. because it's like. Par for the sh- par for the show is Goku always coming out on top, um, and for it to end the way it did, I was like, "Holy shit, that's still awesome!" Like I I appreciated it, um, and I kind of knew the the wish was going to be that wish because that's just the moral of the show. Um, but it wasn't the character who I thought was going to make that wish. Yeah, all one hundred and eighty nine. How many episodes? Yeah, so many. God, that was a lot of episodes. I put it off for a long time because I, for some reason, I just kind of assumed that it was like, eh. Yeah. And so when I finally like started to get into it, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm about to waste a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I, I talk to David about it all the time and he's always like filling the gaps on like stories and what to avoid or what to remove from memory and um, and like the Broly movie. Um, I have to watch that again. I only watch parts of it, but um, in Super, I didn't understand because I, I even texted him. I was like, Yo, the is, fuck is Broly? Is this Broly? And he goes, no, that's Kale. But she is a, a legendary. And I was like, wait, so Kale's sixth legendary and Broly's seventh legendary? He's like, pretty much, but we don't meet Broly till the movie. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, 
Well, and trying to piece it all together. Well, Super takes place after all of that stuff. So chronologically, it's it's Dragon Ball Z and yeah. Super. GT's not a part of canon. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Right. Which I don't understand why. It's contested, but it's not that bad. <laughs> I was entertained by by GT. I I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's I I think yeah. personally shows probably the coolest transformation. Yeah. Well, um, like with the Super Saiyan Four. Kind of super cool, in mm. my opinion. Um, we don't get that in Super. No, because... He only goes up to three and then blue, and or well, red, blue, and then uh, Ultra Instinct. Ultra Instinct. Yeah. Um, Autonomous Ultra Instinct. Yes. So he can't... Well, he can't become Super Saiyan 4 because he doesn't have his tail anymore. Also facts. So that's why. Um, but it's... I thought that was cool. Anyway, regardless. Frank, Frankie has a tail. Can he go Super Saiyan 4? No, he can't. He's not a he's not a one of the great apes. How do you know? I forget what it's called. Uh well Frieza just calls them monkeys. Well, it's kind of because what they are. They're literally just giant monkeys. The But yeah, anyway. Uh I, yeah, I always thought that part was that part was cool. And then I don't know I don't can't remember or recall if the movies are if the move what movies are canon or not. I'm not sure if they all are or not. How many? Well, okay. There was, was it the Tree of Life? Was it Dragon Ball Tree of Life or something like that for the movies? Was yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Oh. I know there's like there's the Broly one. Yeah. There's the uh, cool. Is it a cooler, cooler? one? Evolution. Oh God. Oh God. David <laughs> and I put that on the other day as a joke. It's painful. And. I don't, maybe we made it 10 minutes and I was like, we can't, no, I need to turn this off. This is terrible. Resurrection F, which is the Frieza one. Mm -hmm. You have the Broly one. Um, Super Android 13. Oh, I forgot about that. Dead Zone. Battle of the Gods. Tree of Might. Tree of Might. Not life might. Uh, the world's strongest. That was the tournament, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. And there was, I think, another Broly one. Can't read this. E. Can't read good. Um, some Dragon Ball one. There was another Dragon Ball one. Soul, Wrath of the Dragon, and then. From like Newgrounds back way back in the day? I don't know if it was Newgrounds, maybe. Was it like, is it a comedy one? Yeah. Where, where he was, uh, where it's like, uh, it's like South Park, old South Park style animation with their mouths just like flapping around. Uh, uh, kind of. Like, he's like, we got to go somewhere that's really far and desolate and like there's nothing anywhere at all. Uh, hey, look, it's right over there. And like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. Uh, dubbed over it. Uh, then no. Oh, okay. I think it's something different. <clears throat> so yeah, I'll I'll have David send it to me and I'll send it to you. But watching the abridged version is absolute comedy, just absolute comedy. Is it? Is there more than one? Oh yeah, it's like they do seasons worth. Okay, then they, no. Yeah, they do like uh the Vegeta saga. They do the Cell series. They do. Yeah, it was it was straight comedy. Okay, then no. 
the the one that I'm talking about, which was called like I think it was called Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z Abridged or something like that, was like a old like Newgrounds like thing um, that was just like them shitting on or just kind of not shitting on, but just like talking about how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. And it was like at the time of the internet where like random equal funny, and so it was just like super random stuff happening, and that was it. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of the abridge is um, Nappa. Nappa is one of the most comical persons in, or characters in, in the abridge series. I'll send it to you. Okay. I'm, I was like, where is this going? Um, but speaking of where this is going. Oh, no. We got to do a, a worse segue than that. Um, got to relate it back to Dragon Ball in some, some form or fashion. Well, if we collect all seven, we might get Dave Castro back. The only way, <laughs> the only way that we can get the wish that we've wanted is to collect all seven Dragon Balls and wish Shenron to bring Dave Castro back. There we go. There we go. There we go. That's it. That's our welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. If you're just tuning in, welcome back to another Red Podcast. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020 with us. Two. 2022. 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with us. There you go. Yeah. How do you feel? It's another year. <laughs> another, yeah. another year. Uh, remember the before times? Vaguely. It's a, it's a fond memory at this point. What are we going on? Two years now? Yeah. Three years now? Two years. <laughs> Two years. I wish this thing would just keel over and die. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I'm just going to just accept the fact that we're all going to get it at some point in time. And then and then hopefully herd immunity happens. The call and any calling of the herd will happen. Yeah. And then like life can resume. Yeah. In some form or fashion. Some way. God. This <laughs> is too long, man. God damn it. I want to go to a concert. Dude, seriously. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've got two lined up for the fall of this year. So like. I don't want to travel. That's another big one. I haven't been to Hawaii since 2019, and I really want to go back. <laughs> really want to go back. I miss my That's, islands, man. What a funny... <laughs> I want to travel to... I know, I haven't been to Hawaii. Yeah. In over two years. That's 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 my that's my uh, the, your vacation spot, dude. Yeah, I can't. I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. I appreciate that. I support the islands. Look, I went to Hawaii last year. I know you did. 72, 72 hours. A whole seventy two hours. And when you were there, I was trying to text you quick things to do. Actually, no, not even seventy two hours. I was there for less less than forty eight. Was it? Yeah, because I flew in. We flew in, mm-hmm. got Marissa from the hospital. Yeah. Went back to the main main island, stayed that night. Yeah. And then we flew that night. Oh yeah, it was thirty six hours, roughly. Give yeah. Take. Yeah, I think I was just trying to tell you to get some masubis. There was nowhere to go. No. Mm-hmm. I would also the hotel that we were at was like so desolate. Mm-hmm. Um. And, yellow lights. Yellow. All, lights. The, all the lights were like dim and yellow. Oh, on the, the street. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the telescope. <clears throat> yes. Because it turned into a telescope. Mauna Kea. What? The the uh, where the tele telescope is. The Helio Helo National Observatory. Is that what it is? I believe so. I just I'm, know it's called Mountain. <laughs> I just all I know is that it's called Mountain, 
and he's just looking for someone to lava. Ah, I like it. <laughs> um. Anyway, so as yeah, see location Monakea. Boom! Get at me. Uh, uh, I get at I didn't me. know. I couldn't tell you what it was called. I, so okay, I'm just telling you. Anything you I'm say, I you assume culture, bro. Just giving you culture. It's America. We're good. Yes, right. It's true. <laughs> Don't tell them that. Um, Merca. Yeah. We, so yeah, so 2022 is upon us. It's off with a bang. Off with a bang. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that has come the very weird and random and like news of Dave Castro being fired. Yeah. Out of the blue, January 4th, like what the hell happened? You know, um, what were your, what, what, what were your thoughts on it? The, like. The first time you read it, I think you and I both sent something to each other. We're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> I, where were you when you learned Dave Castro got fired? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I saw it. I saw it when I woke up. Like, it was on Instagram. Yeah, and because uh, the morning chalk up was like the first one that popped up, and it said that, like Dave Castro like no longer a part of CrossFit. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, and like started to look like looked into it a little bit more, and I'm like, man, like that's a. I'm curious to see where this goes. Yeah, um, and what happens with what happens with that. Um, yeah, and that I apparently that was it, and it's kind of it's very frustrating because there's. It's frustrating on the sense of, well, I understand and I'm frustrated. Yeah, I, and I'm more so frustrated because I feel like um, I feel like the people who haven't been a part of CrossFit for quite a while, um, kind of saw Castro as this just like, front facing, like, voice for the CrossFit Games. Um, not necessarily being like the the flow master mm-hmm. of it, um, as well as kind of like the the extent to which he played, um, like what extent he played with the essentially like the growing of CrossFit. Yeah, from it's largely very humble beginnings. Yeah, I I, I mean you know when my sister called, I, I used the word architect. I, I really believe that he's one of the designers of the foundation and development of of what we have now as crossfit and for him to just be shit canned and you know for us not to get either one side or the other because dave hasn't said anything beyond his statements on twitter and rosa gave you know from what we read a a pre-written response it's just like come on like an hr corporate response basically like you know say enough to give enough, but don't say any more kind of bullshit. And, you know, we're all sitting here like, why the fuck would you fire Dave Castro? And, and you know, I, the, the reasonings or what the, what the statement released was uh, along the lines of Dave Castro does not fit our future design. And therefore we have decided to let him go and move forward without him. And it's like, okay, what's your future design for CrossFit? Uh, no comment. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean, but the understanding part does where where I do understand that comes in is like you have a new owner that has kind of his own, some degree, his own vision as to like where this is going to go. I feel, and I could be wrong, like I have, I'm, have admittedly kind of taken a backseat to some of the awareness as to what's going on within like the higher ups within the CrossFit world. And so I don't know how much Rosa has been doing. Yeah. Um, or saying or necessarily like being a part of. Um, I'm assuming a lot, but I just I'm just not aware of it. Right. Yeah. Um but whenever you have like this new 
whenever you have like new management, new people coming in, it's like, it's not unheard of to be like, I'm going to bring my people in mm-hmm. or I'm going to get rid of the old guard for the new right? or our higher in new, right? whatever that might be. Um, and so with Dave kind of being like the last like bastion for not bastion, that's a bad word to describe, but kind of like one of the, the like the last group of people from like old CrossFit yeah. classman days. Um, it kind of makes sense that at some point in time he was going to be gone. Yeah. Um, whether on his terms or not. Right. And I think, I think that's what's upsetting the majority of the people who are upset is he didn't get to go out on his own terms. Um, you know, like he has a loyal fan base, right? You know, I would say 50% of current CrossFitters were loyal to Dave Castro via his programming, not necessarily personally, but yeah, via his programming and his face being the face of CrossFit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm people respected him. Exactly. I think it was the thing. Yeah. And, and for him to not to, not to go out on his own terms is kind of upsetting for those fans, I guess would be the best way to put it. Yeah. I think it's that. And then I, th- I think it's also for people who have been a part, a part of CrossFit for quite a while. I think the concern is, and this is where my concern starts to come in is like how much, how much is going to be changed. Mm-hmm. And so I understand the idea that it it CrossFit as a whole does need to evolve a little bit more, and we're probably seeing the like the next iteration of it. Um, but the fear is like how much of it is going to be kind of taken taken away from what made what made CrossFit CrossFit, what gave it the bite that made it allowed it to really grow to this to such a degree that it did and make essentially such an impact on the on the world of health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we're part part of part of why people I think got into CrossFit so early was, or early on was like the attitude that kind of came with it. It was this like, fuck you kind of mindset of like, we're going to do some crazy, crazy stuff for the sake of like health and fitness. or we're going to kind of go against the grain to like, what is considered the norm or the, the current accepted model of what we should be doing yeah. and like flip it on its head and like prove the fact that we are better yeah, in yeah. some form or fashion. I remember the old saying, your workout is our warm up." <laughs> that shit was just like, Oh, okay. Let, let's bring that attitude. Yeah. There was, there was a lot of like this attitude behind it. Um, and especially like with glass, I mean, Glassman going after a lot of these like big companies, like, you know, early before we talked about the, the big NSCA issue, um, I mean the consistent like legal battles and so- lawsuits that they've like, I mean, they've been litigious in a way to try and force, force the betterment of kind of society to a certain degree. And now, uh, n- new sponsor for the 2022 CrossFit oh, game, noble CrossFit games is monster energy owned by owned by Coca-Cola. The same big soda that CrossFit has been actively going against for the last like six years. Yep. So that's like seeing that happen is like really, really weird to me. And I saw somebody post something that was like, well, or uh, someone was like, well, don't forget that, you know, the 2005 or whenever the fir- uh, 2004, whenever the first games was at the ranch had like a Panda Express sponsorship. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, okay. Like, sure. But that never happened after that. Yeah. Um, And so like, the the corporatization of it of crossfit as a whole i think is the concerning part for a lot of people who have um stayed fairly loyal to crossfit mm-hmm. um and didn't uh you know turn their back on it right i'll say in so many words <laughs>
you're definitely right about that. I, I, that did upset me a lot. And I think we joked about it. Um, the, uh, the monster sponsorship. Um, it's, it's basically a slap in the face to what HQ stood for standing against big sugar, you yeah. know, um, and, and kind of challenging those, old ways of thinking in the medical field of like, Oh, you know, this is fine. This is fine. It's like, no, this isn't fine. Like you guys are, you know, um, you guys are doctors or like health professionals. You should be promoting real shit, not people that just sponsor you or pay your bills. And then fast forward to last year's games. Like, Hey, guess what? Uh, everything we said, take it with a grain of salt. We're going to get paid by monster to put on this big show and big event that you guys all seem to love every year. And uh, we're just going to sweep this one under the rug and never talk about it again. <laughs> like I, And like I said, I understand. I do understand some of the, the corporate sponsorship stuff. And I saw, even saw on the Monster website that they made a comment of like, well, we're, we're doing the, um, the you know, sugar-free one. And it's like, that's, that's not the point. The point is that the, that the, the money is going to the place the to a, a parent company that is like actively that is actively kind of um uh, what's the word that i want uh not fundraising what's it called for like when you do spend, like give money to like politicians to push oh, like uh, agendas in the favor financing that's no, it's not the right word, but uh, you get where I'm going. I know going. what you're talking about. Yeah. So that's whatever that word is that I can't think of. Yeah. That um, one. The, so, I mean, the company that is like the companies that are doing that um, to kind of downplay the effects of sugar and like how it affects the body, um, getting it into trying, you know, trying to push it or pull it out of schools, um, changing all, so many like aspects of like health as a whole. It really is kind of a big slap in the face. To, to everything to see to see that be one of like to take money from that yeah and, and another thing too is like you know like after all those lawsuits and whatnot i'm understandably like the whole like greg glassman comments and everything kind of push him out of the limelight but in with pushing him out of the limelight you kind of cross it as a whole kind of lost track of the hey we're still fighting you know like big corporations that are pushing anti-health like we, we didn't hear about it anymore. I think from 2019 on, we haven't heard anything. Like, it's just been silent on, on the fight against, you know, sugar and, and corporate sugar and unhealthy sugar. Or big sugar. Big sugar. Yeah. Big pharma sugar. Well, you know, and early on, and that was like, it, it's just interesting because, see, you know, again, say what you will about Glassman, good, bad, and different. The... One of the big things that I did appreciate a lot um, and people found had issue with, and I can understand too, but like he wanted part of like the downsizing of the whole media team was to kind of pull back the resources that were going into the CrossFit games and the CrossFit games are fun. They're a sport. Like they are, you know, the, the Super Bowl for CrossFit people, mm -hmm. but it was legitimately taking away from what the, the actual like function of CrossFit is supposed to be. Um, I recently, cause I, I wrote a little blog post about fitness and I recently like read through, reread through a lot of the L1 
like the L1 book. Mm -hmm. And I have to say like that kind of just reinvigorated my excitement for CrossFit because I was like, man, I'm like, there's so many, like the, it's so dense with just good information and written in such a way that is like, it's just very well worded, gets the point across very quickly and very succinctly that I like, I can appreciate, reappreciate it again. And, but the games were kind of at a certain point, you know, um, like high level athleticism kind of circles back into and when we, we've talked about this before about like the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum. Right. Well, that if you kind of flip it on its side, so you have like sickness at the top and then it, it used towards one direction, um, and down to like, um, you know, health, wellness, fitness, but then comes back around where like a dot would be like underneath the sickness side mm -hmm. would be like elite athletes. And that's a kind of a, a relatively decent assumption because like, uh, what CrossFit athletes do for like preparation and building up to like their competitive sense, they're not really healthy. Um, to be fair, <laughs> like their performers don't get me wrong. And they're, they perform feats of strength and athleticism and stuff, but they're, they wouldn't be necessarily like bastions of health mm -hmm. um, for a lot of reasons. And so the, the games were kind of skewing the skewing the view going all the way down into the, like the affiliate level and thinking that that's what people needed to do in order to be like CrossFit, to be healthy, to be fit. Um, and that's not the case at all. Um, you know, we started seeing, you know, we know gyms that were doing stuff like this oh, where yeah. now it was like strength and some sort of Olympic lifting and some sort of like conditioning piece, or if not more than one conditioning piece. Mm -hmm. And it goes really far against the grain of like, of what CrossFit originally was, which was like, um, the hot, you know, the hopper concept of like, here's some movements, slap them together in whatever creative ways you feel, feel comfortable right. or sorry, limited only by how much creativity you can have, right. perform it at a high intensity and call it a day. Yeah. Right. I mean, the main site workouts are still like, you're going to do like a, a six by five back squat. Yeah. Make them heavy, make them hard, push with intensity, call it a day. Yeah. Like in your training's done. Yeah. And there's people who still do that shit and they're yeah. still like wildly healthy and yeah. wildly fit amongst all the other, you know, kind of prescriptions that they give you. Probably of the healthiest. They're up there. Yeah. Not taxing the, not overtaxing the body. Yeah. And, and it's funny, like I, because I've, I was just recently reading this and a lot of the concepts have been on my head or been on the top of my mind. Like I was talking to a client today who there, there was, he was talking about how he's going to go roller skating. Mm -hmm. And I was like that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm like, have you ever roller skated before? He's like, no, I'm like phenomenal. And he was like, one of a goal of mine, he's like, I want to try and like learn some new skills. And I kind of reiterated like, you know, in the hundred, in the hundred, in the uh, cross or sorry, fitness in a hundred words, one of the aspects of was like regularly train and learn new skills. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm like, man, that's a, that's something I feel like is not appreciated or not like applied all that much. Um, and we're not as CrossFit people, like we focus so much on the gym and not really acquiring skills for things to do like right. outside of that. Right. I picked up skateboarding last year Yeah. because I was like, I haven't skateboarded in a very long time. I'd like to get, I'd like to learn how to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> like it's super fun and wildly challenging. I remember a couple of years back I, when I was doing CrossFit regularly, I was like, man, you know what? I want to play an outside sport. And I picked up adult softball yeah. and that was so much fun. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do soccer, but I don't still don't have the lungs for soccer. Running back <laughs> uh, but no, like adult league kickball. That's definitely something that I want to do. It's something up my alley. I can kick the shit out of a ball. Yeah. 
But that's the point. Yeah. Like, you know, it would get to a point where, and I think where, to me, something that kind of sparked was like a little, you know, a couple of years ago, pre-shoulder injury, um, I had like a little bit of a realization when I was like training. And I remember Marissa was asking if I wanted to go do something. And I was like, man, I'm like, I'm too beat from like training. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hold on. I'm actively choosing to not go do stuff physical because I'm too beat from training to be physical. Yeah. And I'm like, there's, there's something doesn't add up here. Right. And that seems to be like a lot of the case of like, well, I'm not going to go do that thing because like, man, I'm, I'm sore. I'm, I'm exhausted from like all of the training that I did inside the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, None of you know, 99% of people are never going to compete at the CrossFit games. Um, maybe local stuff for sure, you know, sure. Yeah. But like at a high level, you shouldn't even stress about the concept of like competition in that regard or anything that's going to limit your ability to do stuff outside of the gym. Yeah. It's insane to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I had that realization after my season with you, I think 2019, end of 2019, I just stopped competing. And I was just like, I don't want to put my body through this stress just to get <laughs> ten thousandth in the open. You know, yeah. like what does that matter at all? Uh, you know, not going anywhere with it. Like, doesn't matter. And you know, I, rightfully so, I took care of my body, my my brain, um, and kind of weaned off aggressively too much. Weaned off a little bit too much, and <laughs> you know, stopped working out all of COVID. So that kind of hurt a little bit. But you know, back coming back to it my my mental and my approach especially with coaching again is just like look i can appreciate that you want to train like a games athlete but let me explain to you what it takes and the toll you will receive trying to train like a games athlete now that being said do you have the time the money and the expenses to support your body to do this no okay let's dial it back a lot then (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. Not to, I don't want to necessarily say all that stuff to just like completely dissuade people of if that's not. something that they want to do. Um, but I think it is important to like set some of the expectations because, and I know I've said this before, but like I remember a guy coming into the gym asking me, or when I was asking him what his goal is, he's like, I want to go to the CrossFit camps. So I was like, perfect. I'm like, here, I'm like, do you, do you, can you commit to training for like the next like three or four years? And he was like, seriously? I'm like, you have a long way to go. I'm like, and at that point, to, you know, at that, at that point for me, I was like, I am significantly further along the line than you are and I'm not close. Mm-hmm. So like if you could, you need to get to my level and then you need to surpass it. <laughs> yeah. And then you need to add more. Yeah. <laughs> and then your power level needs to go over 9,000 Yeah, and it's quite the feat to be had. You know, I, he was asking, or a different client, sorry. He was asking about like competition and all this stuff. I'm like, you know. I'm like, I don't know that I necessarily want to train for competition anymore, mm-hmm. but I want to be, because I have the one coming up. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I just want to be able to train to like go and do it and just have fun. Like, yeah. I'm not going to win it. I'm not even going in with the intention to a try and win um, because I just, I don't have that motivation, but right. I like, I like working out. I enjoy the, I enjoy doing CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I just enjoy all of the other stuff that's associated with it. So I'm far more inclined to like, just go have fun and just accept my loss. Yeah. I'll, I'll get my shirt and my plaque and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you want your body to be, your body to be capable of performing said movements. Yeah. At a, any given time. For the most part. Yeah. So though, admittedly, I might have to request to drop down because I saw some of the weights for some of it. Yeah. And I was like, let's, 
I mean, they're heavy and they're definitely doable. It's not outside of my realm. But I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to even try to like build that back up. Also, yeah, I was gonna say you've been a runner boy for a while now. We we gotta we gotta rebuild. I have a we lot have to rebuild. You, <laughs> I have a lot to rebuild. My squat sucks. My press sucks. My bench is trash. Yeah. Uh, everyone was wildly impressed today because I pulled like I pulled like 380. Nice. Which actually, or yeah, three no, no 375. Nice. Which still good. I pulled 315 with ish a couple weeks ago. Which I mean. Is cool, <laughs> yeah. but fuck, I was just like, God, I'm so weak. <laughs> yeah, I, I hit. What did I hit? 315 on a back squat. I had more because Sam and Ish were there, and they were like, "That was easy." And I go, "I know." Like, I'm not trying to push right now because my knees are kind of jacked up. Like, I know I have more in me, but also I know we're all in a time frame. Like Ish and I, because he was coaching, and it's like, I don't want to take forever and trying to keep boosting up. Like, I know where I'm at. I know I could easily get back to like 350, 375 on my back squat. No problem. Just got to take care of my knees. But like that was the whole thing. It was like I'm not going to push harder than my body's going to allow me right now. Yeah. I don't want to get hurt. Well, also with the training right now that's like planned at the gym is it's like heavy. Yeah. So like when I was I was deadlifting with class today and they're like, oh, that went up like you got more. And I'm like, yeah, probably. Yeah. And they're like, and some one of the guys that I was like working in with, he was like, is that your max? I'm like, no. He's like, well, do more. I'm like, we're not. I'm like, we're not going for yeah. a one rep max. We're going for heavy. Yeah. And he was like, well, they're the same thing. And I was like, nope. you are not listening to the coach, my friend. Yep. <laughs> I'm that, like, I I made that very clear this morning too. I said, look, you guys, it says heavy. That means heavy for the day, depending on how you're feeling. If your heavy for the day is also a one rep max, then congratulations to you. But it's not necessary for you to achieve a one rep max for the day. If you come in ten pounds below your one rep max. That's your heavy for the day. Take it as a win. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, well, and so I had the, I had the privilege of Monday mm-hmm. um, being the, the first person that they got to see and talk about with the, the new, oh, nice. with like the new one. Yeah. And, and so I like, I really drilled that part home. I was like, I'm like, this applies to everything that we're going to be doing for this week mm-hmm. and the following weeks. Yeah. I'm like, we were building to a heavy, not a one rep max. It just regurgitated everything you just yeah. said. And I was like, and I'm like, here is how it's going to be like built on. I'm like, so if you go for a one RM and any of these lifts, I'm like, you're going to be like very sorry in like a week or two. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so don't, don't try and blow yourself out trying to find, find a new max. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, and, and I was like, and if nobody tells you any of this stuff for the following week, just remember everything that I just said. Um, I'm like, because it is wildly important that you be yeah. like, follow the intention of what we're trying to do. Not what you think or feel like you should do. Right. Yeah, I, I, you know, I gave him that speech this morning. Then Wednesday wasn't like it wasn't heavy day. It was uh, cycling day. And I told him, like, look, it's 10 minutes of five touch and go power cleans. And I go, was it clean and jerks? It was 10. I it think clean it, was, and it was clean and jerks, right? So I go, look, whatever your workout weight is, whatever your personal RX workout weight is, go less than that. Yeah. And a lot of them were like, well, I can do this in a workout. And I go, that's great. That's good for you. And I appreciate that. However, you cannot do that 10 times straight, five times 10. Yeah. I guarantee you, you cannot do that weight each minute on the minute and complete it successfully with good form. And I emphasize that before we go, we went, I said, look, I don't care how fast you move. I don't care, you know, like what is on your bar. I want you to move with good technique and good form. At your speed, all I ask is if you have an empty barbell, don't drop the goddamn bar. <laughs> or tens. Or tens, yeah. Don't don't drop the little weights either. 
and and nobody nobody ego lifted. Um, they all started low. Some may have added two and a half just because it was moving too easy for them. But they all moved with good form. Um, you know, five and six, they they all did it appropriately. I didn't have to stress or anything about it. There was no ego lifters in my Dude, class. Boarding class has it down. I love they, them. They get it. I love them so much. And the, um, what blows my mind too is like they wave and like, hey, can you come look at this and see if I'm doing this? And I'm like, yes, yes, like, of yes, course, S queen, absolutely. I love it. Go off, King. Yes. They, yeah, and it, I, I reiterate the same thing about like the cycling. I was like, you know, the cycling we're going to be doing like cycling work, and the purpose of it is to practice cycling a barbell. I'm like, it's not trying to go hard, or go heavy. It's also not trying to go fast. I'm like, we got to lay the found. I'm like, the goal for everything that we're doing right now is to lay some foundation that you can like build on. Yeah. And so, and I was like, when it comes to like the snatches and the cleans that like you're going to be going through like reps in a row trying to do this, like just remember the same concepts are applying here of like go lighter than you think you need to go and focus on just the quality of the movement because mm-hmm. speed will come. Yes. I'm like, but I'm like, and I was talking to one of the one of the guys on uh, kind of off to the side. And they were, he was just asking about like the cycling cause he was looking forward at some of the workouts. And, uh, and he was like, well, why can't we go? He- like, why can't I go like heavier on this thing? And I was like, because I've seen you move. I'm like, for example, I'm like, I've seen you move. I'm like, and you're, you're shaky. You're jumping all over the place. I'm like, so like you're just movement isn't where it needs to be mm-hmm. to be like confident and comfortable or to be efficient in trying to like move a barbell fast. Yeah. I'm like, so just take it down. I'm like, that's the point of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, and heavy is relative to everybody. I'm yeah. like, one person's going to have like a barbell, just a barbell. I'm like, somebody else might have 110 pounds on the bar. Yeah. Like it t- totally can vary. That's so funny. Cause that's the word I use on Wednesday and this morning. I said, heavy is relative. I was like, his heavy may not be his heavy, you know, like her heavy may not be her heavy. That's all relative. Like don't look over at someone else's bar and be like, I should be at their pace. Absolutely not. If you don't feel you're ready, trust your mind and trust your body that you're not ready. Like if I come over and I see you flinging the bar like it's a paperclip, then, yeah, I'm going to come over and say something. So trust me as your coach to be your eyes. But first and foremost, trust your body. Trust your body to tell you what it can and cannot do. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I love that we say the exact same thing <laughs> without ever having been in each other's class this last week. Yeah. So it's hilarious. Well. Great minds think alike, you don't know? Don't we? Don't we, though? God, we're so good. But that is, at the end of the day, ultimately the goal of CrossFit yeah. is to to push yourself to a rel- like to an appropriate level intensity. And, again, go back into, like, the, the L1 book. Like, that's that's the, the premise with all of it. Like, intensity, and, intensity is, is a relative term mm-hmm. to the person. And that can even... They don't necessarily say this, but it can also be something relative to the day. Yeah. So, like one of the la- one of the girls that I was working with er- um, earlier today, you know, I kept asking her. So we'll we'll go through, and I'm kind of playing around with a little bit of a different concept. Um, and I won't dive dive too deep into this, but the point is, is that I was like constantly kind of asking her. I was like, "How does this feel? How does this feel? How does this feel?" And she was like, "I." She was like, "Yeah, this one felt good. This felt good." And I have like numbers asso- assumed mm-hmm. of like what we would progress to. Yeah. Um, but today, for example, what I originally had for her to do, and I was like, "How does this feel?" She's like, "This is like very, getting very close to what would be like heavy for me." I was like, hmm, "Okay, like you're probably way, you're a little more like tired or taxed than like." what I would assume yeah. off of like an ideal kind of on a spreadsheet. Was it hex bar girl? 
when yes. I was there? Hexagon yeah. Girl, yeah. I can't, not that I was judging, but like I could see when she was doing the overhead lunges, you could see the shakiness. Like I just assumed she was tired just from watching her do the step steps. The which the, one? Uh, the the gate to door steps when you had Oh her. Oh no wait no. What? Not I didn't that have anybody one? with anything overhead today. Or she was like she was carrying something, or she oh, was, she was holding the dumbbells off the side, yeah, doing like the scary. the walking, like yeah, yeah. You could RDL. just see like her legs were shaky every time she climbed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and was, I was like, that's totally like in my head. I was like, oh, dude, she's exhausted from the fucking hex deadlifts that she was doing. Like, but yeah, yeah. I mean, she was definitely definitely getting like <clears throat> fatigued towards the end. Yeah, because um, I I handed her ten pounds, and uh, so it was more so on the bench press. So we were doing some bench press today, yeah. and and what I would have on paper been like okay this should be about like a medium for you and she's like this feels really heavy i'm like okay cool all right i'm like good to know yeah we'll (laughs) dial dial it back a little like (laughs) and as a as a an aside to like any coaches who do like any one-on-one um if you haven't figured this out already very often you're just going to change everything that's like written up anyway yeah um for someone's going to come in be like i slept like shit and i can't move cool pretty much just scrapped everything that i just wrote up for you let's do something else (laughs) yeah (laughs) like all right cool um the best part is when you kind of like when you learn to lie, you know, little white lies. Yeah. So like I had a guy today who was like, um, he's getting back into running and he's like upped his volume very like this through this week. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I have no idea. Like he didn't respond to me, so I'm not a hundred percent sure how he's gonna like how he's feeling. And he like re- surprised me with like a, a day two this week. And so we were like talking a little bit about it, and he was like, yeah, you know, um. I'm feeling this a little bit and I, and like blah, blah, blah. I kind of went into some detail and I was like, Oh, perfect. I was like, you know, I kind of figured <laughs> I was like, so this is like, I was like, this is what we're going to be doing today. Kind of like off the head. Yeah. And he was like, cool. Yeah. All sounds good. All right. And he finished strong and every had a, everyone had a great day. Yeah. And he was like, that was really good. Thank you. Um, but it was like, I would like went back and like looked at my sheet and I was like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Zero of what was on here is what we touched. I'm like, so, all right, cool. But yeah. that's par for the course. Yeah, and, and and you know you're you have such a great capability of changing it on the fly without having to write it down or without having, you know, some sort of like written down plan B. You you can just like you're one of those coaches on the dime can just be like, all right, we're gonna change it up. We've got this, this, and that. Just because you have so much experience, so much knowledge, you know your clients or your athletes very well. You see things, and it's just like, all right, look, we were gonna do A, now we're gonna do C. What about B? Don't worry about B. We're gonna do C. <laughs> That's it. Well, thank you. And I think uh, I can't take all of the credit as to some like magical prowessness of knowledge and understanding. Um, Maybe a little bit. It's definitely magic. But I think part of it is definitely because for years I did not write shit down. And so it just turned into me being like having to like instill to memory. I'm like, what did we do last time? We did these things. I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. Um, And like to change it up. Because I just, I, for whatever reason, I just said fuck it to yeah. writing notes. And that, that's funny because I'm the opposite. I wrote everything down, but I'll remember it. So it's just like if I gave somebody this last week and be like, okay, cool. I wrote that last week. I can give you an updated version this week without having to go do, 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 do. All right. And I could, I still, for the most part, can do that. I can do that for maybe like a, maybe like two weeks. Yeah. And then and a, a, after that point, I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember what we did. I have no idea. I couldn't even tell you. Uh, but I've like, now I've I've gotten into the habit of like writing stuff down, yeah, plan, like planning and all that jazz because it ultimately makes for a better experience for everybody. It makes it a lot less stressful for me. Yeah, at, at the end of the day, yeah, and can track, which is even better. <laughs> like I can I can be like, here's what we did on this date this time. Yeah, and they're like, oh shit, 
um, I'm like significantly stronger. I'm like, yeah, perfect. Cool. Cause otherwise, like if I don't, if you don't write shit down, I'm just like, well, you, at one point you were having a hard time squatting this and they're like, how do you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, well, I remember. Trust me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm a like, professional. <laughs> I do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I also told the athletes on Wednesday. So I asked, I asked all of both of them, both classes, five and six. I go, how many of you have done grace? Maybe like four people raised their hands. They looked at me like they don't even know what the workout is, which I believe, I believe, you know, some of them may not know what grace is, right? The ones that did, I go, did you do it RX? And I, they go, yeah. I go, what was your time? They all said plus five minutes. And I go, goal time for that workout is three. And they all looked at me like, like I was crazy. And I was like, no, that's, that's sub three is a gr- like a good score. Like three is an average score. Like yeah. you should be getting three. Even you scaled or not, whatever is relative to you, you should be getting three minutes or less. We got through the workout or we got six minutes into the workout, right? So 30 clean and jerks. I turn the music down and I go, how many of you are exhausted at the weight you're doing it right now? Every hand went up and I go, that just took you six minutes to do grace. Just so you guys are aware of where you are in barbell cycling. Yeah. And so the That's people, super smart. the people who did do it were like, no way. And I was like, yeah, five times six is 30. It took you six minutes and you're sweating profusely. <laughs> like we're not there to do it. RX anymore. It's too heavy. Yeah. <clears throat> so I did it to five and six and, it was it was an eye opener for the those who have done it before, and they were like, "Wow, like I am not conditioned to cycle a barbell." So I told them both after in each class, I go, "I would expect that that workout grace is coming within this cycle, just to test it. I don't know if it is. Yeah, I don't know something close to it, probably, but I wouldn't be surprised. It would make sense. Yeah, but maybe cool if it is. Maybe maybe." If it's not, if it doesn't pop up, that's something we could probably throw in for like Friday. I definitely want to do it. I haven't done grace since. I, the, the last time that I did it, well, one, I don't want to do grace now because <laughs> I like went to go clean a bar the other day. Cause yeah. someone like when someone was squatting, I was like, all right, let's go clean it up for you real quick. Yeah. And I like went to go pick it up and in, you know, stoic face, but in my head, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm like, that was so heavy. It's like so sloppy. Um, and How like, much was on it? Oh, I think it was like 135 pounds. Oh. And I was just like, uh, like, oh my God. And I was like, and, and so like I racked the bar. I was like, all right, here you go. You're like, here, <laughs> yeah, you know, go ahead. It's, like, just, yep, it's uh, all good. What's that over there? Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, but the, the last time that I did Grace, but yeah. it, as far as I'm aware, it was a couple years. Mm. So this was like back in Chicago. And I remember... I was meeting up with my brother to go work out at the gym that he started going to. Mm -hmm. And a couple of the people were doing grace like for shits and giggles. And I was like, I mean like, yeah, I'll do grace real quick. Yeah. Um, at that time. And I remember like just blowing it out of the water. Uh, I don't remember what my time was, but I know I I PR'd. Yeah. I said like the number one spot for the gym and it like, like I was, could, like couldn't stand afterwards because yeah. I pretty much like walked in was like cool I'm gonna do grace oh you no warm up like barely oh my god I like almost like off the, I was riding my bike yeah if that counts but okay like, so your legs were warm <laughs> my legs were warm but I like straight up just like walked in I was like oh uh, yeah sure I'll do grace like changed my shoes and like started cleaning yeah and I remember like so I sat there like just struggling because I was like super like hypoglycemic like felt like I was gonna faint yeah like my vision was all fucked up 
and I like sat just like leaned up against this post for the entire class oh, and shit. just kind of was like watched in a daze and then finally was able to like get up to like ride my bike back home and I think I just died for a little while. <laughs> God, I haven't been there since my first <laughs> CrossFit workout. That was that's rough. It was horrible. That's rough. Um my fastest grace is 303. My attempted fast fastest grace funny story. Um I was at like 2 minutes and 32 seconds with 3 reps to go. On 27 I jerked the bar and I dropped it on my head. There we go. Had a girl. And that was it. That <laughs> was like, it. I tried to pick the barbell up again. One of my athletes who was an EMT firefighter was like, dude, stop. <laughs> like you uh, might have yeah, a concussion. He's like, you need to stop. He gave me a concussion protocol and everything. I was fine. But he was like, <laughs> no, you're not picking that bar up. It's like, I'm going to wake you up you, every hour. Yeah. You need to sit down. I was so mad that that would have been the first time I had, I sub three on grace. I was so mad and I haven't been able to do it since Every, it's a like, tough one. Everything else is like 310, 315. The last time I attempted it was like 436. I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm getting worse and worse. <laughs> and my favorite workout, I'm getting worse and worse. That's one of those that's like you gotta you gotta dig deep. <clears throat> oh yeah. And like just yeah. just kind of go. Yeah. You gotta like try the goal, I feel like with Grace, you have to try and go fast enough that you're like almost done before it like actually starts catching up to you. Oh, 100%. And you realize like, oh my God, I think I'm going to die. 100%. I remember <laughs> I was hauling ass. I hit 15 and I stopped to take a break and that was my downfall because it was just like, oh, we're done. And then I didn't want to pick up the bar. And mind you, it had only been like a minute, 12 seconds and I'm halfway through and I was just like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to pick <laughs> this up. I don't want to pick this up. And if I had just kept going, I probably could have got to 20, you know, about 145. And I'd be like, okay, that's a, this is fine. Maybe I could take a little bit of a breather. But I stopped at 15 and I was like, nope, I nope, think, not I, going anymore. I think the, the I think my time around there was somewhere within like the two-minute mark. Good, man. That's a fucking good time. Because I, I, remember, I remember doing 20. And then I think I did – I remember doing like, yeah. I definitely remember hitting like the 20 mark. And I think that's where I dropped it. Yeah. And then things got blurry. Yeah. <laughs> well, literally. <clears throat> and I think it was just like a, a struggle to the f- struggle to the finish. But I definitely didn't like slow down. Man, I wish I could remember. Do you do singles or touch and go? Touch and go. Touch and go. At so, that at that point in time, you yeah. have to. I did. I think I did. I think I did ten touch and go, and then five touch and go, and then put it down. Done another ten, and then, yeah. I always, I always rethink about that in my head. It's my 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 stupid game plan every time. <laughs> it's just go. It's just go. Ten, ten, ten. It's just go. At at best. God. What was funny? Like we were so with the workout today. It started off with a uh, Karen. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I like I have no endurance for wall balls. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I do. So they were so they were just like, um, they're like, what are you what are you gonna do? And I'm like. Tens, <laughs> they're like they're in the entire time. I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna do. I'm like, here's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna do ten. I'm like, my my. I'm like, probably for the first couple, I won't do this. I'm like, I'll probably just take a step back and then go back into it. I was like, but probably once I get into like the 50s, 60s, something like that, I'm like, I'm going to take a walk around my like jump rope. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna come back and pick it back up and yeah. do that. And so, like, true to my word, it's exactly what I did. And they were like, the two guys that were going next to me were like, they were hauling ass. Yeah, and. 
and I ended up beating him. So like, it's just kind of funny sometimes, like there's like a time, I feel like there's a time and a place when it comes to like appropriate pacing Mm -hmm. and it it goes back to knowing your body, like knowing what you can do. Like my legs were starting to burn. Like my shoulders were definitely starting to burn, like very much towards like the end, but I never got to a point where I was like, I'm not going to, I'm going to fail a rep Mm -hmm. or like fail doing 10. Right. Also because I'm not trying to pass out. Um, even though immediately afterwards I like took a nap in the middle of the gym. That was hilarious. <laughs> was, I, did anybody was like, what is he doing? Uh, I was no, curious. Cause, I mean, so, cause it was me ish, Sarah. I think uh, Angel was out there. Angel was out there for a little bit. George came at some point. George came. We all just, I, I like, I, for the most part, I think we just ignored you. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw you lay down and I was like, oh, he's, he's going night night. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. He's going night night for sure. I needed it, dude. Yeah. That workout <clears throat> ruined my life. Dude, I had to take a nap this morning <laughs> after coaching. I had to take a nap. I was just like, I'm, I'm going back to sleep, <laughs> going back to sleep. Um, but anyway, it's exciting to get back into like the CrossFit stuff. It's fun, man. Like I, I'm really appreciating getting back in. I, I, I had this talk with you. I had this talk with Rich. I am mobilizing a lot more and it feels good. It's painful because <laughs> I don't do it, but it, it feels good. Like my knees don't hurt as much. It's crazy, right? <sighs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought that mobility that I, is important to cross The it? thing I fucking preached to everybody. So dumb. And then I want, and then eventually somebody will do it and they're like, oh man, I feel so much better. Have you heard about this thing called yeah. the foam roller? I'm yeah. like, no, no. So I wish somebody would have told me about this. There's this ago. little blue. I don't know. It's French. Lake LaCroix ball. <laughs> LaCroix. It's got a, it's the essence of flavor. Yeah. yeah. What the hell is up with like, where did this, like all this unboxing shit just kind of pop up? I don't know where I have no idea. All I know is that one of the Paul brothers got scammed for, for like three, and like and three million, million dollars for buying. I love that bunch of like bunk cards. I absolutely love it. Whatever. I hope nobody else gets scammed, but I absolutely love that he got scammed. I just like I don't. I'm just confused. So it's a not a little bit. So it's not just Pokemon now. Like no, like Yu-Gi-Oh is a big thing again. Sports cards, monster, monster, or not uh, monsters. Uh, Magic. Magic is, is like, another one. Yeah. Like the collector concept I, is back. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, and then so Brian was talking about it. He was like, "Hold on, I got to go watch." Like, uh, he was like, "Someone's opening up my my deck," and I was like, "You're for what?" He's like, I bought Pokemon cards. I'm like, from, like, how? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, I bought Pokemon cards, and somebody is opening it on stream. I'm like, so they're yours? And he's like, no. I'm like, what the fuck are you so doing? Brian paid for someone Brian, else's cards yes. for him to unbox live? Yes, on, like, on a stream. Oh, my God. And so I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, when the hell did, like, Pokemon make its comeback? And he was like, oh, it's, he's like, it's been there. I'm like, okay. Like I, I, okay, so like with the whole fad, right? With Pokemon Go on your phone, I understand that, but did it really bring back the card game and really bring back the the uh, unboxing or unpackaging again? Apparently, Jesus, but then it's, man. But then it's also I was like looking it up and the like for values of cards because I was like I'm almost positive, like I'm almost positive that I have all the like the original like 151. Um, with like holographics and stuff like that. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure I got all the pristine cards. Uh-huh. Um, but then I was like looking it up on whatever the, some card website was. And there's these like weird, there's like a, like 50 different variations. Oh of, yeah. Like, there's a like Charizard. first edition, second edition, gold edition. Like, well, and then there's, but then there's also the, like these, like all these like odd Japanese variations mm-hmm. where I'm like, it's like essentially like an anime design on yes. top of it. I'm like, where, where did these things come from? 
over there. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Um, but like, I was just like, what is this shit? And I don't know, like old man yelling into clouds being like, I just, I got all right, I guess. But it's crazy because of the value of these fucking cards. Some of them are insane. Yeah. Tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> but again, you know, what's super weird. I remember at the peak of peak of like Pokemon yeah. back in the day. Uh-huh. And having like a big booklet of all of these cards, like yeah. they're all protected and all sleeved and shit. And I remember trying to go sell them at yeah. one point for whatever reason. And it was like just at the point where it dipped mm-hmm. and it turned over where nobody was buying them anymore. And I remember I went to this, this trading card shop and I was like, and the guy was like, I'll give you like 50 bucks for the entire case. And I remember being like, no, yeah, what? I'm like <laughs> this, like this specific card was going for like, $200 like yeah. not that long ago and he's like they're not worth anything anymore I'm like come on so apparently they're worth shit now so I need to figure out what the hell I have and see if I can sell them yeah yeah definitely take a look at those turn them into NFTs or that you know or that <laughs> I'm not no I refuse put a, put a three million dollar NFT online <laughs> if I knew what an NFT was and how to make one I'd be putting up some random bullshit um they're not they're not hard to make it, I mean, it's, it's it's just essentially a it's an it's image. an image, right? Yeah. So the way it's all, but the thing is, is that it's all tied within like the blockchain. So, so I have to own blockchain to make it a value. No, you essentially will kind of, you will essentially kind of register it to the blockchain. Okay. So the idea is that, so the best way to kind of describe it is like imagine the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. So the Mona Lisa say has a barcode associated with it. Okay. And so with this barcode, whenever it gets bought and sold, it would be, um, it can essentially be scanned and you can say this, you know, Eric sold or painted the Mona Lisa, sold it for a million dollars and Ryan bought it. And so it kind of, there's, Idiot. there's like a, a, a tracking thing that can go along with it, but also you can also look at the validity of it. And so the tie to the blockchain is to kind of show the ownership of of it mm-hmm. um, and that it's real. So it's essentially digital art. So then the other thing with it is like, so some people can say, okay, here are 15 digital Mona Lisas. So if, if it doesn't have the same like tie in and yeah. kind of association with say like Eric who painted it, yeah. then we know that it's essentially a fraudulent one. It's a fake one. Got it. And so then that that's what kind of builds in some of the exclusivity to it. Um, the value is just how much people are willing to pay for it. Got it. That, that's all just that like any into. other product. Yep. Okay. It's just like all art. So I could put something up for sale for a million dollars and someone would look at it and go, I'll give you 10 bucks. I mean, if you want to haggle, sure. Right. But a lot of it ends up going into bidding. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how like some of the, like the monkey smoking monkey thing yeah. that you've seen, like yeah. the bid went up to like, it was like 10 or 15, like Ethereum or something like that, yeah. which is, you know, a hundred something thousand dollars, right. whatever the case is. Um, cause it's all then paid through with mm-hmm. cryptocurrencies. Okay. Um, but that, but that's like, that's essentially what it is. I would sell all mine for one Bitcoin, <laughs> one sure. Bitcoin each. Now that doesn't seem like a lot, except that it is a lot, except that it's about $60,000. But so, but that, but that's like, that's essentially what NFTs are. And I, I think that's interesting concept. And for, for me, I think, I, I'm, I think where it would go and where it would suit value is to do something that is like to prove some level of like ownership to it. Mm -hmm. 
So for example, if you buy something like that's exclusive, say like a Rolex, right? A Rolex would then have say some sort of associated blockchain like within the ownership of the Rolex. So that way you can essentially verify that this is in fact a Rolex and this is who made it, this is who bought it. Um, or like a Ferrari or whatever, whatever case may be, it's probably going to be more associated with like lux luxury items right. rather than just like, you know, these $20 headphones that we bought. Yeah. Um, because it does still operate within some of the like exclusivity concept. I think that's where it's probably going to go. Okay. Um, and I'd be interested to see if that holds true because that makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Cause like, it's an interesting tech. It's like an interesting technology. What are you going to do with it? And where is it going to progress? Um, cause it's only going to be used for digital art for so long, Well, which is another hilarious thing, right? Cause metaverse or whatever the fuck is going on with Facebook. They're talking about uh, incorporating already like your NFTs, like so you can sell your NFTs on the metaverse, or you mm -hmm. can, like a buddy was telling me, was like you can buy property in the metaverse right now that people will have to pay you to build on. Like a buddy of mine was saying, we could buy Pasadena in the metaverse for I don't know four million dollars, whatever the fuck, whatever the value is, right? Yeah. But people who want to live there essentially have to pay you to fucking live in your metaverse, and I'm just like. I don't have $4 million and nor does this sound like a concept that I want to invest $4 million <laughs> in, but I know 10 years down the line when we're all fucking digital and shit, I'm going to be kicking myself in the ass because people are going to be living in the fucking metaverse on what could have been my property. When we're in uh, when we're in ready player one, essentially, essentially. Yeah. I'm going to be so mad in 10 years. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, Got it. NFTs. So, we have the future future of NFTs and blockchains. What do you think? Where do you kind of see the future of CrossFit now that cash was out and we're looking at? You know, I don't want to say anything. So, what do you what do you, what are your views on that? Uh, where do you think it's going to go? I guess my concern is the. I guess my only concern is really the focus or emphasis on. The competitive side, right? The the games, the open, the regionals. Um, not that you know, Castro did all of it, but like he was a big proponent for making it challenging and entertaining. Um, I guess my concern is, will it kind of be downplayed and made more inclusive, or will there still be that line that's drawn from, you know, basic training, for lack of better words, to competitive or elite level training? You know, I think that's my only concern as far as where the CrossFit is going. I don't know enough about Rosa or what he's done for our sport, aside from you know make, making adaptive fields and, and like oh, I which greatly appreciated. You know, I want to see everybody able to compete, but I think my only concern is the competitive side, the game side, but with dealing with Castro as a as a sport in its entirety. I don't. I'm not invested in the company, so it could go one way or the other. Um, my concern or my focus is, as a coach now is just, look, whatever happens with the CrossFit, we still have our game plan. We still have our path. Um, I'm going to get you as fit as you want or as fit as we can get you. <laughs> I still have all the knowledge retained in my head. Um, so if CrossFit decides to shut down one day, I can still teach you whatever the fuck I got to teach you to make you better. 
Yeah. No. So my, you know, my, in answering your question, my only concern with Castro being gone is the competitive side of CrossFit. What's going to happen with that? I feel like I, that is a little bit of the same concern that I share. I don't, I, but as not as much, um, I think it's, there's so many people out there that we look at, like that has done like the Dubai CrossFit championships, Wadapalooza is going on. And that is Mm -hmm. a, that is a, a fun time. Yeah. Um, and largely does a very, very good job. So it was it, um, oh my God, what's the name of the company? Uh, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, or like the, like mayhem or rogue invitational. Like there, there's, there's places the French third on, right? Yeah. There's so many that I can name. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things that exist out there that there can people, there can be people who are wildly capable right. of putting on big events. I have a feeling my assumption is that we would, we're probably going to see I'm gonna, this is going to be my call. I'm going to call that the people who run and put on Wadapalooza and they put on another one that I can't remember, like that company. Mm-hmm. Um, I foresee them taking, taking over the granite games. They don't think they do the granite games. Uh. Whatever, what, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, you're. I mean, I think I think you're right, right? Like, yes, I, you know, Dave Castro was the writer of, but only specifically the Open and the Games, right? He didn't touch regionals. He didn't touch Rogue Invitational. He didn't oh, touch. Well, he did regionals. Anything that was CrossFit, CrossFit. Oh, CrossFit. Well, okay, so like, all right, but not like Rogue. No, not uh, uh, Wadapalooza, not Granite no. Games. Th- not- those are all, those were all those specific separate okay. entities yeah. that exist. That they were essentially a CrossFit yeah. affiliated in the sense that they were feeders into the game. So you're right, though. Like, we have multiple people to give you that can fill the void. X amount of com- competitive workouts yes. for however long they exist. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So my <clears throat> my call is that I think we're we're going to see more of a corporate concept mm-hmm. popping up because that's, you know, that's his background. Yeah. Um, as well as just realistically, like, kind of play it a little bit safer and a little more reasonable um, to see kind of the growth of CrossFit. We've started to see stuff coming down into, like, feeding down into the affiliates for more of a, like, here's, like, a business plan. Here's mm-hmm. how to, like, actually, like, run a business since... It takes nothing to open up a CrossFit gym, yeah. relatively speaking. Um, a thousand bucks and in investors. Sometimes, I mean, I started in a, I started in a garage. Like, also fair. Like it, so, just a thousand. It bucks. was just a thousand dollars in some equipment, <laughs> right? And I think I paid like like fifty bucks to like yeah. come work out in the garage, and then a racquetball court, and then a gym. Nice. So, regardless, the. So I, I kind of see a little bit more of like the corporatization of it. Yeah. Um, and with that, I think we're going to see the CrossFit games to some degree get outsourced. And I think it's going to be outsourced. My assumption is going to be it's going to be outsourced by the people who put on Wadapalooza because Wadapalooza is wildly successful. Yeah. Um, as, Every year. As it pertains, as it as it is for like a a fitness festival. Yeah. Um, and so I think that would be the person to do it. Um, if, if I were to be in Rosa's shoes, I would probably push that conversation forward, um, just because of the success that they've had, yeah. um, and the connections that they have, cause it's an entire production company essentially yeah. at this point. So why hire your own when you can hire them mm-hmm. or create your own when you can hire them? Um, so I, I feel like we're going to see a lot more like outsourcing hop- happening. Um, and yeah, I, f- I have a feeling we're going to see more 
monster energy associated with it as well. Um, a lot of the people are, I'm starting, there, there's a person that I know that works for monster. Um, and I'm noticing that he, he is posting more kind of behind the scenes of some of their stuff. And I'm starting to also see more like CrossFit associated people showing up. Uh. Um, so like the buttery bros were a recent, a recent, uh, those are your favorite showing it's fucking <laughs> so they were i saw them there was some other people associated that i was like huh interesting here's a million bucks push us in crossfit so we'll see we'll see yeah. but i i think that's that's the vision the the what i'm seeing I'm, i feel like it's going to get a little bit safer it's going to get a little bit more for better or for worse i think for for a betterment for the company as a whole and kind of the spread of crossfit um I think it's going to get just a little bit more corporate-y. Yeah. Um, which, to be fair, kind of probably needs to be. Yeah. Structure. It, yes. Right. Structure. Uh, somebody who's a little less of a, um, a what's the word? How it's the word to use to describe Glassman? Someone a little less abrasive <laughs> would probably be the best way that's to describe it. a good it. word. <laughs> but, I mean, to be honest, that's exactly what he was. Like, yeah. you know, as you kind of had the benefit of being like on one hand in the early days, like we were talking about, it was a little more abrasive and yeah. it was like in your face and it was like, here's what we believe and here's what we're going to do. We're going to do it unapolog- unapologetically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as CrossFit began to grow and like now who was at the top, what had was, was and could have an impact on the people at the bottom. Things start getting a little bit dicier mm-hmm. as now you have a global brand yeah. and company, not just some gyms in California. Right. So, um, yeah, that's my view on it or where I think it's going to go. Yeah. It, sucks, it sucks to see Castro go. Um, I've had only positive experiences with him. The For the naysayers out there, the the what you saw on camera um, is not really a good representation yeah of him listen to some podcasts and interviews that he's been in he's super fun i think he's funny um i've met him several times and he's always been like really really cool and like I've never really met nice him. I, I i've seen him crowd interactions he doesn't come off as a guy who's gonna ignore you or a guy who's gonna sh- no. like shake you off he's just like he stops says hi shakes hands slaps fives takes pictures like all around cool dude yeah. from from what i've seen never interacted with him but when, other, other than a wave, but when he came to Chicago, uh, <laughs> when they came to Chicago for the uh, when we were doing mm-hmm. when CrossFit Chicago was hosting one of the open workouts, RIP. rip. He uh, he was wearing a socks hat, and I gave him the Cubs hat all, like off of my head. And I was like, I'm like, you're on the wrong side of the city. Wear this, and he was like, but I like this hat. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but he ended, he ended up wearing the socks hat, and I was like, you bastard. I'm like, fucking throw the Cubs did he, hat. Did, did he wear it when they were filming? <laughs> yeah, he wore the Cubs hat. Or the Cubs hat. Imagine if he was wearing your Cubs hat. I was like, wear my goddamn yeah. Cubs hat. <laughs> if you look really close, you can spot me in the background <laughs> in one one instance of that entire like broadcast. It's just a clip of your head peeking in the camera angle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, cause, so what my, my, role, my role on it was I helped... Um, set and reset the the floor okay so because he did kind of like the fake one yeah and then had that go and so they had like they did something beforehand um that was that like wasn't aired yeah and then they did um the actual thing so i was like a part of like bringing equipment up up on and off um to do all that stuff was it the uh the amateur uh, event that 
usually didn't get aired but prior or no they actually didn't do that they did like a they did like a pre-show um type of thing which was fun it was just with the crowd mm-hmm. um and then yeah dude everybody fucking hit me up because they're like yo ryan uh, can you hook me up on tickets i was like i we we're just hosting the event like yeah. i don't have any pull to do anything yeah I'm like i don't know who you think i am yeah um but anyway but anyway uh they did like some like kind of pre-show thing um and, and the best part was like, so, so sometimes in early on, right. When they were doing those announcements, mm-hmm. they would, you would think sometimes that the athletes were like, they were in on it, that they knew what the workout was actually going to be. Yeah. Um, and all this stuff. And I can tell you firsthand, absolutely not. There no is, clue. there is one person who knows what that is and it's Dave. So, because what they did, so we were, when we were helping set up, like I was there all day. I like canceled my clients. I was like, guys. I'm not doing shit today. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm hanging out at this gym all day long. Yeah. And so when they were doing it, they had the whole thing set up and because, you know, I just, I just had access to be there. Right. And we were at one point they were like, all right, they're like, so let's go do a little run through. And so like they were placing everybody like, you're going to stand here, blah, blah, blah. And so you have like Dave on the mic and me and this, one of the other guys were sitting there and the other coaches. And he was like, all right. He's like, so for a workout, like 13 point or whatever it was, um, he's like, we are going to do, and both of us were like, oh, we're going to know what the workout is ahead of time. And he's like, nope. And, and he was like, we're going to do, and then I'm going to go ahead and tell you what the workout is. And me and him were like, damn it. Like, okay. So actually nobody knows what it is. Interesting. Um, except for the demo team. No, no. at that point in time. No. Cause okay, this was the nobody first body at the, at that time. That was the very first time that they were doing the live. Like, they were doing like the round announcements yeah. um, when they were doing it at like different gyms mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, so there were, yeah, there was nothing happening. That's awesome. So legitimately nobody knew what the workout was. <laughs> and it, we were both like holding on like the, like the walls were like, Oh my God, we're going to know I'm like, it's going to be our secret. Um, and he was like, psych. Yeah. And like, literally like, like everyone was like, Ugh. <laughs> just the biggest sigh just a, in the just room. Just a heavy sigh of like, because oh, <sighs> we weren't like, so we weren't in there because yeah. we weren't allowed to be in there. Right. But it was just a door separating us. And so we're just like ears, ears glued to the door, like cups almost. Right. We're like, what's it going to say? What's it going to say? Workout's going to be. All right. Then I'll tell you what the workout is and we'll just go from there. <laughs> I'm like, cool. That's a wrap. And I'm like, what? Fuck. <laughs> Uh, somebody posted the other day. Uh, they're going to miss his very vague clues to the workouts that meant nothing that meant jack shit all it was fun though yeah they were hilarious like the one with like the broken glass and the trunk and nobody knew what it was like oh i could see like there's a number in the glass like there's no fucking number in the glass oh, shut the fuck up the, like, he- like heavy overanalyzing yeah it's just like and it's like some philosophical concept yeah. that like loosely relates to yeah. this one it's thing like, this is gonna shatter your soul so it's gotta be thrusters it's like all right okay <laughs> calm I, down i guess or it could be literally anything heavier than a thruster i don't know or my favorite was the one where it was just a gun and we were like cool it's gonna be pistols we're finally gonna have pistols in the workout and like two years running after that there was still no pistols in the goddamn (laughs) open and we're like the most blatantly obvious one you couldn't have just let it like let us have that nope (laughs) uh yeah that's gonna suck we're not gonna have that anymore i would laugh if he still just did it i mean i guess because technically he already wrote them Assuming they haven't changed it, yeah, all of it should be do figured you, out at this point. Do you think they will change it? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do you think there's time for that? Because it's oh, what, oh, it's, sorry, sorry. 
no, I don't think they're going to change it. I think they're going to keep what was written right. because technically he was a employee of CrossFit at yeah. that time. And also, there's there's no time to write. What is it? Four more weeks of programming? Like you have you you have what are we on the fourteenth? You got ten days. You got ten days to come up with something. There's no way, right? I mean, you you could you could, but it's not going to be thought out. Well, maybe. I mean, you could. I think I look. There's definitely like an elegance to it. Yeah. Um. And if anybody has ever done like you know like really tried to like think through programming, like it's not hard. It's also not like it's the easiest thing either. Yeah. So like, could somebody is somebody within the organization smart enough and like experienced enough to be able to throw some stuff out there that would make sense? Yes, I have full faith in that concept. Um. But. Because of how the announcements normally go, a lot yeah. of these things are kind of like pre-recorded, pre-planned. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know that they're going to have all of these things like set up yeah. ahead of time. Like, so if they're going to just randomly change it, then it would be like a, a all hands on deck to try and redo mm-hmm. any like videos or filming and like all of the website stuff that's going to be like up. Yeah. So, I mean, they could. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But I, my assumption is that what's what's been written or planned is already written and planned. They um, have already tested tested the work the workouts for the games. Yeah. So like that's that's figured out already. Yeah. Because um, we know like the demo team has posted stuff about them doing. They've been that. posting them suffering. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's one way to describe <laughs> it. Um. So we know that that already exists. Right. So we'll. We'll see. My guess is it'll stay the same. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if they changed it. What if somebody leaks all four workouts? Then they... I don't know. They might continue to... They might change it then. I don't know. There's actually, I think they would keep it. I think they'd keep it. I think they'd keep it and be like, I mean, yeah, you can prep for it. See how it, see how it comes yeah, down. Like, in, like how, how how much better are you going to get in a couple in weeks? In the next 10 days. <laughs> yeah, like you're not going to have that much of an improvement, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> a little quick blurb that we've been talking about repetitively is uh, our boy Ricky Garrard pulling out of Wadapalooza last minute uh, due to COVID symptoms and well, yeah, food had, poisoning. He had COVID a couple, couple, couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, COVID and food poisoning. I believe it. That sucks, man. Like to come back to go to Wadapalooza. Well, to come back to plan to go to Wadapalooza, get COVID, beat COVID off, and then get food poisoning like two nights before. It's just like, fuck, man. Like <laughs> you're the dark prince. We all wanted to come back, and now you're getting sick. Well, fuck he, is this? He competed in Dubai. Oh, did he? Yeah, I didn't follow him. I think he came in third. Nice, good for him. Proud of him. That's how the Dark Lord starts. The Dark Lord, yeah. he who shall not be named. Mm-hmm. I know. God, I want him to go to the games so bad. Oh, God. That'd be great. I want him to go but go to the games so bad. I want him to win. Mm-hmm. And I want him to, like, beat, like, test negative the entire time. Yeah. I want him to, like, just genuinely do it. And then shout us out for believing in him. And then shout us out for believing in him. And be like, you probably never heard of it, but in this another rep podcast, <laughs> these random guys out in California, <laughs> they got me. They got me. They understand me. And he's like, they understand Let's go. Oh, How wild would that be? That would be awesome. I'm going to hit him up. You should. I'm just going to shoot him a message and be like, hey, check this out. We have your back. We support you. We supported you from, from many moons ago. 
Um, and if you win, please please give us a shout out. Yeah, <laughs> can be minor. Just hey, check just, out another red podcast, and then never mention us again. Yeah, like like just under your breath into a microphone. Yeah, like a hot mic, mm-hmm. and people be like, "What did you just say?" Yeah, because like, no, they're gonna want to replay it, and then they're gonna want to look it yeah, up. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Listen to us." Like another red podcast. What is that? Yeah. So. There you God, go. please do that. That's the goal. All right. Yeah. If anybody you. knows him that listens to us, just send send this his way. I, your coach. I think I have. I can, in like, what's the seven circles? Se- seven seven degrees of separation. Yeah, I'm almost positive I can get in contact with him. Okay. I'm probably not gonna try that hard. Um, well, you just you just throw it to one who may throw it to another who may throw it to another. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or it just stops with the one. They're just like, no, fuck off. That's likely what it would be. That's almost exactly what it would be. It's almost exactly what it'd be. I was like, no. I'm like, all right. Well. God damn, I tried. I tried. <laughs> Shoot. Um, we'll just right. write them fan mail until he responds. What's up? We'll just write them fan mail until he responds. <laughs> just pester him? Yeah. I'm sure we, yeah, we could find out where what Jimmy goes to. Yeah. I'm sure that'd be easy. Super easy. That's the easy part. Yeah. We get, we like, when I was at Helio, we would get, like, fan mail from some of the people that we worked with. Yeah. And I, I was just like, what are you doing sending stuff here? People are crazy, man. We got it for, like, for three of the girls. I they could said, only like, imagine. There, there were, like, high-quality printed photos of them no. with a letter. No. That was asking for, like, an autograph. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. One of the we so one of the girls we like actually were we were able to give it give them to her, and uh, she was just like I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> She's like this is a little weird. Yeah. We're like you got a fan. Creepy. And it it was like all done like it was literally like hey appreciate you, um here's a photo yeah. can you autograph it here's a, there's a letter or like an envelope inside of it that's already pre stamped oh, kind of cool so it's just like just slap it in send it back yeah. Like if you know, like if you have somebody who's following your your athletic prowess over your career, and they send you something that's appropriate and not disgusting, right? Like, was like, here's my underwear. Yeah, like if they're like, (laughs) hey, like I'm a really big fan. I've watched your career. You know, like I, you motivated me to do X, Y, Z. You know, I would just love your your autograph on something I paid to print out and already paid for postage and shipping, like. I, that's pretty cool. I, I probably would. I would definitely do it. Yeah, honestly, I would. I would too. It is a little like funky. Yes, for sure. To be like, huh? I've never had to experience that yeah. before. Um, but and and I can I can see that right because it's like to 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 them and to us it's like we're, we're just athletes. Like we're just doing CrossFit. But to other people, they inspire other people. True. So it's, very true. Yeah. And the this one lady in particular also is like very forward within social media and stuff mm-hmm. too so it's like it's not uncommon yeah to be like somebody within that you know the thousands of people would be like oh uh, you worked with them i'm gonna send something to them i wonder and which hope of the three it, it was i'll ask you off air but i wonder which of the three it was uh it, off air oh who yes who didn't do it no no who got it who got them yeah almost well, everybody got uh, it oh almost everyone got something oh okay yeah well never mind then yeah <laughs> And they're all from the same people too, oh. or same person. Oh wow! Yeah, interesting. So, big fan. Yeah, hey, big fan. Not mad about it. No. Um. All right, good sir. Anything else you'd like to say? Um, or note.
We're, no, not, oh, not getting okay. to that. All right. <laughs> We're an hour and a half in. That's a whole other <laughs> philosophical rabbit hole that's going to take way too long to describe, go through. <laughs> Maybe another day. Save it for another day. Sounds good. Find us at another rep podcast at gmail.com or you can look us up on our Instagram at another period rep period podcast. I think. I don't even fucking remember. It's yep. been so long since yep, we that, did this. That's it. That's still it. That's still it, guys. <laughs> that's our Instagram. <laughs> Killing it. Oh, I got a notification that our phone line might go down. So oh, yeah. we may need to re-update that one. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you want to send us a message, um, we have a hotline that's <laughs> apparently never used, but we're trying. Um, it was a 530 podcast. Yeah. And you can see us occasionally streaming streaming some video games on Twitch. A lot more now, now that I have a camera and you have a camera. We've got it all set up. Yep. Um, so bug us. You'll see either me or Eric playing something. Yeah. Get us to affiliate. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you have a Twitch, please like just go follow it. And yeah. if you really aren't interested in watching in any capacity, just unclick the bell. Yeah. Just a notification the bell. bell. But, but please follow us. It's, yeah. It's fun. We'll get there. It'll put, it, put us up there. And then, you know, as like we said before, the goal here is to eventually be able to put some of the podcast on through like Twitch and be able to have more of like interactive stuff. Yeah. Um, God, that'll be so fun. Yes, it would be a lot of fun, actually. And so the be, be being able to get garner a little bit more like followers will just it helps pump it a little bit more yeah um and puts us a little bit higher into like the search bar Absolutely. essentially yeah um and then if you know people who have twitch or are on twitch tell them just to give us a follow as well yeah yeah just keep just just keep adding to you the know follows. what if you got some emails make a twitch account yeah, and then like it too fake ones i don't care whatever you yeah, gotta do whatever you need your yeah. your boyfriend your girlfriend your mom they got mm-hmm. not all the same but like if they got an email just create a twitch account with yeah, it use and go it ahead for like them. Yeah. they're never gonna know what a twitch is anyway yeah especially the boomers they yeah. don't they don't get it absolutely they just think it's a weird tick that kids have mm-hmm. these days it's like oh yeah the old little jimmy had a twitch <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and then pretty much cool yeah. yeah and then you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts yeah that too so check that stuff out all right okay bye bye